always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to give you encouragement for your waiting place. Welcome to your daily cup of inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs. I'm founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where my team and I work to fuel your faith every day. Boy, have I missed you over the past couple days. I was a bit under the weather and therefore I could not share the word of God with you. I love this time. I look so forward to it. So I'm glad we are together again today. God has something to say to us. Monday through Friday, I share encouragements and they are a free resource just for you. You can download these podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher.com. I love it that you are subscribing over at YouTube under my Deanna Hobbs channel so that every time a podcast is uploaded, you get a notification. You're also visiting my personal website at DeannaHobbs.com and listening there, as well as other media outlets. I just want you to receive all that God has for you. So I'm so glad these words of encouragement are resonating with you. Before we get started, let's say a little prayer together. God, our Father, thank you that you are my mindful of us. You know everything that we need. Even this person listening today, you sent them here because you've got a word tailor-made for their situation. Help them to open their heart and be illuminated by your wisdom and to receive all you have for them today. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, as I was thinking about this word, the Lord began dealing with me about some individuals who are just tired, tired of waiting. And feeling like giving up because change is taking too long. And if that's you, then this word is especially for you. Because you know what? If you can wait on God in the meantime, knowing that your set time is coming, you'll be all right. I was talking to our youngest daughter, Kaya, the other day. Summer break is over for her and she's back in ballet class. And I was just questioning her when she got home about how was it, if she had a good time, what they learned. As we were talking, I asked her about the size of her class. She had a big class last semester. And she told me, oh, about three or four people were in her class. And I thought, really, that's it? So I asked her about why that was. And and she told me, well, for now, that's it. More people will come as the year goes on. So this seems to be a trend in her class. And our oldest daughter, Kyla, confirmed for me that the same thing happens in her dance class as well. Even when quite a few students initially enroll, Kyla told me something else. She said, the people who start out with you aren't always the ones who finish with you. Some people drop out in the middle of the year. And so after we finished conversing, one part of that conversation just sort of stayed with me. I kept thinking about the simple fact that as it is in Kyla and Kaya's dance class, so it is in life. And by that, I mean, some people begin a process, but they don't complete it for various reasons. And this is especially true when it comes to our walk of faith. There are individuals who start well, but then sort of drop off. Somewhere along the way, they start feeling like living for God and laying down their lives for the Lord, obeying kingdom principles and waiting in faith for God to keep his promises is just too hard. They can't hack it, so they walk away. They get weary. They stop believing the truth of God's word. They start well, but they quit early. And that's really the burden of my heart. That's why I'm so excited that God is sending a word of encouragement for your waiting place. I was reading a scripture earlier in Galatians 5 and 7, and it asks a question. It says, you are running the race so well. 
who has held you back from following the truth? You know, some people go through deep pain and that holds them back. They get broken through a failed relationship. Somebody hurts them and that holds them back. The heartache is so intense, they don't think they can find wholeness, so they just sort of succumb to their defeated feelings and give up on life. They quit on God. They feel let down. Others simply get tired of struggling in numerous areas. They want to live abundantly, but things don't seem to come together for them, so they walk away. They lose hope in their waiting place, waiting for God to turn it around, waiting for the answers they seek to manifest, waiting for their hard work to pay off, waiting for some of those doors they've been knocking on to open, waiting for some of their prayer requests to be answered, waiting, waiting, waiting. It's not easy, I know, but during rough times, when nothing seems to be going right and everything in you wants to walk away, you got to keep on believing. There's a scripture in Habakkuk 2 and 4. The latter portion of it says, The just shall live by his faith. And as I'm speaking of Habakkuk, I was thinking about how God used this particular prophet in scripture during a time when Judah They were being judged for sinning against God. And Habakkuk had prophesied that because of the sins of Judah, unfortunately, they would be overtaken by the Chaldeans, also known as Babylon, and they were going to be captives. And there was no way to escape this judgment. No, they couldn't escape it. There was no way that they were going to be able to overpower the enemy that God happened to be using as an expression of his wrath against this rebellious people. Habakkuk, he still knew something that God assured him of. Eventually, salvation, deliverance, and help would come. You know, whether trouble is a result of something that we've done to ourselves or something that we have no control over, it all hurts just the same, right? It's hard just the same. But God gave Habakkuk the assurance and he believed it that despite what things looked like, better days were coming. God wasn't going to ultimately forsake his people. God's wrath would be appeased and God told Habakkuk he would eventually prosper those who loved Loved and trusted in him. He still had a plan and a promise over their lives for those who would place their hope and confidence in the Lord. So that's an encouragement for you. Place your confidence in the Lord. You won't be here always, but you can't walk away during your waiting time. In Habakkuk 3, I love, love, love what Habakkuk prays in verses 17 through 18. There was nothing good happening. There were no positive words from the Lord to report on, but he didn't go back on his faith or his commitment to trust in God. You know what he said? Listen to his words. Even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, and even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. Isn't that powerful? You're listening to this podcast today because God wants to zone in on something specific for your waiting place while you're awaiting breakthrough, which will surely come, by the way. God wants you to pull out what is a yet 
praise. It's the same thing that Habakkuk had. He said, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. And Habakkuk was saying this in captivity. So if he could praise in captivity, you can most certainly praise in your waiting place. I don't know what you're dealing with. You might have some trouble at work ministry issues, financial difficulties, sickness in your body, relationship struggles, emotional battles, whatever the challenge is, while you wait for God to move, rejoice anyhow, encourage yourself in the Lord, bless his name because he's yet worthy of glory. David said in Psalm 34, 1, and that's what I want to stir in your cup of inspiration today. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Now, as you drink down the contents of your cup, you've got to reflect on the context of this often quoted verse. When David said this, he was on the run from jealous King Saul, and he was relegated to the wilderness, living in and out of caves and doing whatever he had to do to stay safe. I wish I could dig into all of it, but I can't. The awesome news is, though, in today's cup of inspiration at DeannaHobbs.com titled Wait and Praise, I talk about the full context of it there. You should read it. But it was a rough time in David's life. Still, he had a yet praise on his lips and in his heart. Do you? I do. You've got to praise God in the good. Praise him in the bad. Praise him when things are going right. Praise him when they're going wrong. Praise him all the time, even in your meantime, while you're waiting for your set time. Give him glory in your waiting place. As you do, God's presence will dwell with you and he'll strengthen you for whatever comes your way. You're coming out of this. And in the meantime, if you go ahead and praise your way through it, you'll look up one day and realize you've praised your way right into your new season of blessing. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. They are waiting, Lord. They're trusting and believing you to do some awesome things in their life. Today, I rebuke worry, stress, anxiety, doubt, and fear. I join my faith and my praise with theirs for what you're about to do next. Help them to neither complain nor faint in the day of adversity, but to rejoice in your promises for you are faithful to fulfill every one of them. And we thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com. 